If you're looking to experience more pleasure in your life and a deeper level of connection with yourself and or your intimate partners in 2023, let's work together. Hello, I'm Stacey O, maitre d' of Finger Food Podcast and Holistic Sexuality Coach. You can apply to work with me by visiting my website, www.stacyogorman.com, or by clicking the link on this podcast bio. Welcome to Finger Food. I'm your maitre d', Stacey O, and I'm here to serve you intimate conversations around sexuality and pleasure. On the menu is a selection of heart-to-hearts with people who vulnerably share their stories, insights, and perspectives. This podcast is about sex and so much more. We explore connection, letting go of judgment, and accepting ourselves exactly as we are. Let's dine. In this episode, I chat to Otis Herring. Otis is from Georgia, USA, and has been living in New Zealand for the last nine years. He is a dancer, choreographer, actor, educator, model, and massage therapist. He feels the dance arts require an honest investigation of oneself and surroundings. Otis has an indispensable desire to contribute and connect with people. In this episode, Otis speaks to bisexuality, being a man and dressing in skirts, the contradiction of straight men having sex with, well, men, the proposal tug-of-war and same-sex relationships, communication and bold honesty being the key to success in relating, dance as a way to express your sexuality, stripping and leaning into new experiences in sex and in life. I was so deeply lit up by this conversation. It's great to have you here at the table. Let's get started. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, Otis. Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to have you here and let's get into it. Yeah. So first and foremost, what's your family background and where you're from? Um, so I am uh, African-American and I am originally from Georgia. So College Park, Georgia, originally. Uh, my mom grew up in Columbus, Georgia, which is about an hour and a half away from the city of Atlanta. And my dad grew up in Noonan, Georgia, which is about an hour away from the city of Atlanta. So I am Georgia bred through and through. Like, mm. I'm just Georgia. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And you're living in New Zealand right now. Uh, yeah, right now I'm living in New Zealand. I've been in New Zealand for the past nine years. Wow. Like, probably like nine years and two weeks. But yeah, it's been, I've had an anniversary oh uh, recently. So, Congrats. yeah. Thank Happy you. Annie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. It's been exciting. It's been riveting, to say the least. Mm. Mm. 
and what brought you to New Zealand? What brought me to New Zealand is the um, a dance company. Um, I can use that name. I don't think it's a problem. Mm. Um, Black Grace Dance Company um, mm. brought me to New Zealand in 2013. Um, I saw the company in 2010 when I was on tour with uh, Evidence Dance Company. Saw it, loved it, and said that. That right there is what I want to do next. Mm. And so from 2010 to 2013, I emailed like a stalker. Uh, a, a, a loose soccer, <laughs> a crazy one, but but kind of loose, you know, but just pursuing what I think was supposed to be my next move or what I felt was supposed to be my next move. Mm. And um, yeah, eventually I, I was granted a, a contract and came over and been here. And Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Nine years deep. Mm. And you're a dancer and a choreographer. Yeah, and... dancer, choreographer, actor. Um, what's that called? Um, massage therapist. Um, Amazing. I feel like I'm supposed to be putting activists onto that, but that's just because everybody's an activist now. <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. Um, but that is not my thing. I think I just, I love to teach dance. I mm. love to dance. Um, and I like to educate through dance i guess mm. so that's probably my um my my base mm. um Amazing. is that i just love to move i love exploring through movement and physical kinesthetic learning and things like that so that's probably where <coughs> i reside and probably mm. my happy place amazing yeah. Yeah. and so you're a you you're a activist <laughs> <laughs> That was the thing you were stepping around the edges of. I sure was. You're an I sure was. I don't think I'm that at all. I could be in some respects, but I don't think I am. You're dabbling in the world of activism through dance. Is that did I did I read that even slightly right? Ooh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've had um, I've done a few pieces that mm. do speak to. Um, I guess the African-American experience and mm. respectfully, maybe not necessarily African-American experience in America um, because I haven't been in America for nine years, at least living consistently. Um, so I don't know. So maybe it's just an African-American in the world um, globally uh, mm. living internationally or living abroad from their original birthplace. So, mm. yeah, I guess in that regard, uh, maybe that's where my activism is mm. in the sense of also... Um, educating those around me. Hmm. So at the moment, Afro dance, Afro, you know, Afro dance is hip and cool and tr traditional African dances is one thing that I did study when I was in university. So therefore I am hoping to educate and bring a joy and a uh, awareness about um, where some dances come from, mm. their background and things like that. So uh, if bringing an understanding about dance and movement um, and those and some of those traditions of what I have learned um, is activism, then sure. Mm. But I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say I'm an activist. Stunning. <laughs> Love it. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, we're diving in. So Go what on. are your pronouns and what do they mean to you? Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Um, and what do they mean to me? Hmm. Um, you know, I, I guess it's, it's, it's funny. It flows. I think in one aspect, they mean, quote unquote, a lot to me because I would say I'm a man. I have male parts. That is the way I've grown up. That is the way I identify. That is who and what I am. Right. Um, so that's that. And I think sometimes not, I think. Sometimes I get a little bit mm, uh, when people go, yes, girl, or hey, girlfriend, or yes, queen, or something like that. Like sometimes, depending on the context, it doesn't really flow with me. And I don't know why. I haven't, it's not like I have a thing inside of me because a lot of times in gay culture or, or whatever, it's like, oh, you got a problem with being called girl and this and sis and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, not necessarily. I just don't really identify at, as as that as such. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just call me he, him, or you know. And and I think that's where where I where I 
kind of dwell naturally. I am, I am that mm. um, in my body. So yes, now you didn't ask this question, but I'm going to say it in the sense of dress. As I've come to grow in myself, in my being and awareness, I have consciously, subconsciously pushed, I guess in the quotations, pushed the boundaries of what I wear. Mm. Um, even though I feel like everybody's pushing boundaries, wearing skirts, wearing this, that, and the third. So it's not really a big to-do as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I tend to dabble. I've purchased a few skirts. I've purchased mm. a few things where I'm just like, fuck it. Fuck it. Let's do it. I don't <laughs> yes. know. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do it. And 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 I guess, respectfully, I go, I look good in this. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is why women wear skirts because it's hella comfortable. So you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Free and fluid. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, hell, let's do it. You know, you can show a little thigh. Mm. Um, and it's cool. So yeah, I think in that regard, just because I may wear some things that may be gender bending or gender fluid, um, I still very much identify as a male, as a mm. he, him. So Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. And what you're wearing right now is absolutely fucking fabulous. Can oh, you thanks. <laughs> can thanks. you describe to our audience yeah, what you're I can describe. It's um it's a piece by uh Wumi Alaya. And uh, the company I used to dance with in um, America, Evidence, she was one of the costume designers or the wardrobe designers for um, for Evidence and also some of the works that Ronald K. Brown would do. So um, it's got, um, so it's basically Nigerian. It's Nigerian fabric and Nigerian made because Wumi is Nigerian. And then um, we've got, it's kind of batik, um, fabric as well as some tie-dye and indigo uh like kind of tie-dyes as things like that so mm. yeah a bit wow. of a traditional dress in a sense but contemporized mm. um and yeah i think the way i've had it now is it's definitely a male piece and it kind of um embodies the somewhat of a i don't know the name of it but the dress that like maybe Islamic or practicing Muslims would wear. Yeah. But, so it's in that realm. But um, probably in summertime, I would probably just wear some shorts on it so that the legs are out to make it a little festive. But it is winter. It is cold. I have pants. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. It looks so great. Um, and what's your sexual... What's your sexual orientation in this moment and what does that mean to you? Um, I guess I identify as bi. At the moment, I am in a same-sex relationship, so I'm I'm gay in this moment. But um, mm. I guess, I'm, yeah, so I'm bi or gay, whatever. Mm. I mean, I, you know, you'd be like, what does it mean anymore? Does it matter? In this moment. Sometimes know? it matters. Sometimes yeah. it matters. I've had some people say some things to me like, or maybe we get into that later, but mm. um, yeah, we'll get into that later, I guess. But um, bring yeah. it in, bring it oh, in, bring it in, bring it in. in. It, bring yeah. it in. So basically, um, <laughs> there's a guy that I know, and he was like, "Oh, my straight trainer, you know, da 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 da." And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Your straight trainer," um, <laughs> and I was like, "You guys have sex?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay." And he's straight. Like, I mean, and it's not, and I guess it's not a problem. It's not a problem, but I'm just like, if you guys have fooled around enough regularly, off and on fairly regularly, is he straight? And I, and I guess mm -hmm. I go, is it a pro, is it a problem that he, like, is it a problem that he does it? Or does he just not do that? Does he just put that someplace else or put you someplace mm. else when he does that? Because mm. I, I guess I just go, well, I understand people being fluid and 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 liking what they like. Um, and I again, I guess I try to respect that space. But mm. sometimes I, I guess I go, you, it's okay to be bi. It's okay to like what you like. And maybe you don't necessarily need a label or don't want to put a label on it. But I think sometimes when you go, I'm straight, but I mess with dudes. I mess with this one particular dude on the regular and maybe others, mm. but I'm straight. And you're like, ah, it's highly debatable. <laughs> it's very highly debatable. Should we look at the definition of what's straight? Yeah, I'm just like, eh. 
All right, yeah. fine, whatever. I, yeah. You're not like, and I, and I go, you're not my friend. Mm. <laughs> so then you live your life. You live yeah. your life the way you want to live it, and 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 I will, you know, I will just be over there <laughs> on the other side, um, doing that. So yeah, I guess. In, so yes, mm. identify as bi, gay, um, and it means to me. I think I'm gonna stop saying I think that's something in my life, but mm. um. I'm happy with that and I am I am where I am with that and it's been a journey to get to that. Mm. And so um in my life I've had female partners and long long-term female partners mm. um that we had great relationships. Um I did not know because of my upbringing being from Georgia, Southern African American Baptist church mm. abiding citizen um of the world I didn't know that I could be by, hmm. I think is what I'm saying. Not until later in life, which then in this in the in the midst of me trying to stay those straight lines, staying straight and being straight and being of God and being, um, you know, in my religious practice very heavily, uh, you know, it, it brings a lot of conflict, but hmm. I was I was trying to be in a particular mold that I hadn't seen yet, um, and I hadn't seen that people could be bi. I hadn't seen people could have male and female partners and love them and care for them and have nurturing, um, fruitful relationships with it. So, mm-hmm. for a while, I struggled with that. Um, I am now not struggling with that, mm-hmm. uh, and I am in a same-sex relationship. So, and uh, that's been a while. That that mm. is has been my longest running uh, relationship with a male, and it's fantastic. Are you married? I am not married. I am engaged. We are mm. doubly engaged. Wow. Um, he, my partner Quentin, uh, was that he he proposed. That's the word. Uh, he proposed to me, <laughs> um, twenty eighteen, I think. And then I was mad about it and was like, not mad that he proposed, but I was mad because I was like, I wanted to propose. So then (laughs) I think it was last year, 2021, when we were in Queenstown is when I proposed to him. My dates could be wrong. Sorry, babe. I love you. Um, And then I proposed to him because I was like, you will not get this over real me. So it was kind of like a bit watery, but I was like, fuck it, man. Like, you know, you got this opportunity to propose or get proposed to. And in my brain, probably in my straight brain, I was thinking I'm going to do the proposing. Right. Mm. But I mean, and I think that's the beautiful thing in, in same sex relationships is that if I can make up the rules, like you can make this shit up. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. I'm a man. I'm doing some proposing <laughs> around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so and so that's where it came down to. Um, Amazing. And yeah, now this is the other thing. And I keep. He proposed, which is really great, with um, bracelets, and so um, and so you've got these bracelets, and wow. we both have different uh, inscriptions on the inside of them, um, and so we did that. But then, because maybe this is my female feminine side of it, or just the other side of it, I was like, babe, can I get a ring though? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I know you spent money on these bracelets, and that's and I and and and. I'm with it. I'm with it. But I'm engaged and I kind of want a ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, well, I kind of want a ring. So I was like, it can, keep yeah. it, it can be basic. Basic, 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 just sterling silver. Simple. And so we were in Sydney at the time because he proposed on the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Mm-hmm. And um, it was Boxing Day the following day or week. And so we went and just picked up a really basic sterling silver ring. And so, which is beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. So gorgeous. Thanks. It's super. It's all look. I danced and it's been scratched up and smashed (laughs) against things. That and then um, this other ring by um, Nick Vaughn, a New Zealand jeweler. Um, It's pretty gay. I think it's called the Rainbow Ring, or I could be (laughs) wrong. But um, it's got you know the Roji Biv on it, and um, I was like, yeah. I'm a fan of that. So I just add those two on there. So people go, are you married? I'm like, nah, I just represent my engagement with some other gay mm, embellishments. And beautiful. so, and so that's how it rocks. So I've got 
the engagement ring, Nick Vaughn's ring, and then our bracelet. Oh, is, uh, is my like go-to jewelry. Stunning. So yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't. I, I reckon it's like not about what how much someone's spent on it or like the mm. lavishness of the jewelry. It's like the sentiment behind it. Absolutely. And like, yeah, I love. I love that yeah, description. Yeah, that's the story I tell all the time. Yeah. Like, I got it. I got proposed to. Yes. So can I just get a ring? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love love. Okay, so you were saying that um, it's been a journey for you, mm. like um, kind of coming into that identification identification of being bi um coming from a baptist Mm -hmm. upbringing and african-american and and um yeah i'm interested to know like what the steps and sort of like liberating yourself into really like um feeling comfortable in your sexuality have been yeah um shucks big question big question (laughs) let's go back back into time um a journey, a mm. journey. So it's been a journey. I would guess when I was younger, people always say I felt different. I felt different, but I didn't feel that different. But I figured something was happening, but I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, mm. I'm, I'm a child. Doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but I did notice that when I kind of got into the puberty stages, I was like, mm, I like to, I would prefer to watch porn or see porn sneak and watch porn that the man looked good now i was watching straight porn but i i needed the man to look good because the woman looks as she did immaculate but i was like man you got this old belly man out here banging this woman Mm -mm. inappropriate he needs to have abs (laughs) he needs to have pecs he needs to have you know so that was my thought of that so maybe that was a sign of like you care about the man a little bit too much. Um, but I was like, he, she deserves. She deserves. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. It's a persuasive argument. You know? Yeah, right, 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 right. I'm still straight. I'm still straight. Um, so, um, so that was that. Then as I moved into university, I, I moved away from home, um, not as a rebellion or anything like that. I was just, that's where school took me. Um, and things were going cool. And then... Still kind of in and out in my brain, but not really giving it too much thought. I was straight in church, being godly, cool. Mm. Um, And then, but I would find men attractive, but just that was that. Like, they were good-looking men. They're good-looking people in life. So here we are. Um, And then I think something kind of switched. There was a guy that I was um, not talking to in a romantic way, but he was like an older brother, in quotations. And... um, kind of saw my proclivity to potentially being gay or whatnot and low-key kind of took advantage of that in the sense of like kind of just manipulated kind of pushed and pushed the bounds and then kind of got in you know and i was like oh shit like okay well i'm interested and so you know we end up having some fellatio some head and i was like (laughs) I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. But then that was kind of the impetus of like, oh, shit, what is this thing? And so then mm. different things started to swirl. And and so probably about my junior or my third year in university, that's when things started to open up. Now, granted, I did have a female partner from high school, from junior year high school into, no, senior year high school into junior year of college and so yes junior year of college and that's what i said when i had fellatio with the man mm. that was the impetus of like well i cheated and now things are all spiraling out of control mm. and so um but i didn't have like church bringing up or church upbringing um i didn't have sex until i was in university okay so i waited i waited um you know pushing the bounds dry humping heavy petting, all those things, you know, as far as you can get um, without being, like, unholy and yeah. in sin. Yeah. Um, so... The dry humping is where it's at anyway, you know? Man! I'm really into the foreplay. You know, sometimes <laughs> that dry humping can get you... Um, <laughs> you guys have that before I was, like, ready for penetration. Some good old dry humping or some wet humping yeah. would be like, oh, this is really great. Um, right, it's pretty good. It's, man... Because you're going for it. 
in that time. Oh. Anyway, I know dry humping, right? And still there's like the taboo of like not having penetrative sex. So there's like that element of like anticipation yeah. and like the build up, you know? Right. Mm. But look, as sensitive I am sometimes, I've let go on some dry humping and been like, Absolutely. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was I was involved. I was involved. I don't know where you were, but I was involved in this moment. So uh, I'll just clean up. Um, yes. So, so that that so in about senior year high school with, is when things started to change a little bit for me, and then I moved to New York, the land of the free, mm. right? And there was, so then. It was even I was still I was still very much holding on to church things and 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 really finding new um, heights and dynamics in my relationship with God at the time and so that was really great but then you know on the other side of that you know you're like homosexuality is homosexuality is not good it's bad it's sinful it's da 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 and you're like ooh but and I was always had this thing of well it's not outside forces that are saying like you are gay you're gay. It was kind of the inside of me mm. that was kind of like, but I like, I think, I think I like men. Am I, am I trash? Am I trash for thinking that? Oh, no, I can't be. I'm a good person. Okay. So, you know, it was just this kind of back and forth, this ping ponging mm. that was going on a lot of. So, but that, and even still, I didn't have uh, uh, any partners at the time, but I was kind of, again, dry humping different men. Yeah. Um, you know, having, you know, different encounters with men mainly. So I was like, I'm cool with this. But then I was still finding women attractive. So, mm. you know, so that happened. Um, fast forward for the more years into New York. I was living in New York for six years. So let's say this is the halfway mark-ish um, where, um, you know, f- had some relationships in quotations or just a lot of, fooling around with a lot of men that were um, in my circle, in the dance circle, mm. that had impacts on me in my heart. And, you know, I would kind of get attached to them and, and do that. But, eh, I don't know. Um, mm. End up getting with a, a woman, a female, um, who that was a four and a half relationship, four and a half year relationship, which was good. I told her prior to the relationship that we were, that I was I had dealings with men. She was cool with that. And we progressed into our relationship um, very heavily, very seriously. Um, but one of my main downfalls was that I did not keep her in the loop of what was going on inside of me. Mm. Um, and I think, again, communication. Everybody's talking about, everybody talks about communication, but it's so very important because as mm. human beings, we're growing, we're changing, things are happening. You know, it, information is coming in you're trying to decipher certain things Mm -hmm. and it's always good to help your life partner or your significant other know hey this is kind of happening and you may you may you you may say something that then makes them do a knee-jerk reaction that can be crazy but i but honesty being really boldly honest Mm. is it it takes courage it takes a lot of trust as well but if you are with somebody who you feel really gets you, understands you, loves you, cares for you, being honest about that, even though it scares the shit out of you, is the best policy. Mm. Because then you, that person can either make a decision to support you from a distance or, you know, come in and support you. Um, because of my kind of boggled mind, um, that individual had to distance herself from me, mm-hmm. which is fine. So we broke up, which was necessary. I mean, you can't drag somebody through a relationship when you're umming and awing and for you know for a long time. And, and again, mm-hmm. respectfully of, of women, you know, there's a ticking clock at the same time of these things. And so people kind of like, yeah, I kind of want this process to move forward if we're moving forward yeah. respectfully, because I'm thinking I want to have children at least. So don't waste my time. Yeah. And I get it and I understand it. So I think in in that regard that happens. <clears throat> now, that partner ended up moving to New Zealand for some time. Um and so we we did that and stuff like that. We did break up. Um but New Zealand I think was the grounds for a big shift because after that relationship, um that's when I pretty much came out because mm. I was like or came came out in the sense of like I like men. I will most like I will be with men, right? Yeah. Um, but granted, I still like women. I enjoy the female 
uh, you know, you know, um, it's great. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. It's lovely. It's great. I enjoy. I mean, we're talking about sex. So I'm like, man, some some vaginas, some good. That's I enjoy. I enjoy that. I enjoy that. I do. So I'm jumping the gun, but I I enjoy that. I love some penis too, right? So I love it all. I love it all. I'm greedy. I'm a fucking greedy man. I love that right? for you. It you is. claim it. Yeah. So um. <laughs> so that's been my journey. Like New Zealand kind of really pushed the boundary because then. I had hurt an individual. I had hurt this young lady and I needed to not necessarily make amends, but I needed to be fully honest with what is going on. And so, yeah, that involved me going back home and, you know, coming out to my parents and and telling them what was going on. And yes, that transition that shifted the relationship with me and my father, um, Mm. which was detrimental, but not detrimental in just the sense that we distance. Yeah. We are now making very, very small steps back to each other. Yeah. Or him to me, really. Um, and that's fine. We are where we are. Mm-hmm. Life is, we, we move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's been where that's been. I think I'm answering the question. Yeah, um, absolutely so, you um, are. <laughs> so yeah, so it's just been that. And I think with New Zealand being so far and being fairly, <laughs> fairly liberal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. I know. You feel like New Zealand, everybody loves everybody. You're like, you do, you yeah. do, but y'all got things. Y'all got things. Y'all, we, we got, we, y'all got things. Yeah. You know, and so it's fine. It's totally fine. But in this space of being away from my home, I guess I've been able to really explore what that is for me, what it is, expression of of life and things like that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. And and being a dancer, you do have to step into different roles to do, you know, to be believable, but just to convey mm-hmm. life. Life is happening and you are you are a reflection of that as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um so at times when I was in New York, there was a piece called Better Days by Evidence that was about the gay club scene and stuff like that. And so for me, I could lavish in this moment, mm-hmm. but I was still very like, ooh, I'm I don't know this. I don't know what this is, but I kinda do, but I don't, but I can't, but uh oof, in and out of that. So there's that mm-hmm. um, moment. But then I made a, a shift from company life into freelancing. Um, in 2017, and I needed money. And um, so I ended up finding uh, Men of Steel. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And that then was like another thing. Like, granted, I was very much gay at the What's time. What's Men of Steel? Men of Steel is a, um, it's basically like the magic mic of, um, of New Zealand. Okay. So, I did um, not know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So, right. Uh, so, so inside of that, and, and again, like stripping in America has this context of like, something's going wrong. Uh, you, you turn to stripping to do this, that, that. And it's like, it has this a bit of a mm. negative connotation here, I guess, because I was like, well, fuck it. I do need money and it's a performance and it is what it is. I came mm. and saw it and I was like, oh, that's like PG-13. You take off some clothes, <laughs> you show a thong, you rub on some ladies or some men or whomever is in the room yeah. and um, you get some money for it. I like being naked. Yeah. I've worked out in the gym. So shit, 
fuck it, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. And so then, so then that was a different expression of mm. life, of where I was, because I was like, well, I do, I like women and men, so whomever's here and who's going to pay me for it, let's rock. Yeah. Um, let's do it. You know, stick it in the stick it in the, in the the G-string and let me keep rocking <laughs> on. And I'm dancing. I'm dancing every week, yes. you know? So it was just that thing of like, fuck that, let's do it. Yeah. Um, which then, you know, I started to buy underwear that was like, oh, yeah, well, that's that's going to do it. I like So then it just started to grow. And so then Amazing. it's just been this big kind of explosion of, of life and things and exploring mm. and sexuality and stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing yeah so so new zealand has a it, it's got a real place in me because i've had to mm. i've had to do a lot a tremendous amount of growing mm. and a tremendous amount of of bravery building courage building you know ten toes down standing firm in whatever it is that i believe and whoever it is i believe in and trust mm. so mm. yeah Wow. Ooh, that was long, long winded story. There but, was yeah. like so many juicy bits in there as well <laughs> that I just like, I'm like I, yeah. I want to go back and I want to like pick, pick it apart. Pick, I really, yeah. really freaking loved what you were saying about um, communication with, mm. with, especially in particular with your ex partner when you felt that feeling of like, okay, I've done something, I need to, like, share it, and I know that I need to, like, share from a place of, like, real, genuine, like, honesty and mm. authenticity because, like, for everyone's sake involved. And it's, like, such a courageous act, I think, mm. to be able to speak, like, confidently and communicate clearly mm -hmm. because that's not something that we're taught to do. And especially if we feel like, you know, there's, like, a taboo or something, you know, like, we're going to hurt someone's feelings mm -hmm. and there's a lot of, like, people-pleasing that is, like, just innately drilled into us. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's really beautiful that the way you articulated that was really beautiful. You know, um, well, thank you. Thank mm. you, one. It's just, but it's taken time. Mm. It's taken time. I've had some really amazing, I've had some really amazing friends. My brother is great. My mom is great. My dad is great. They have all taught me lessons, but I've had a lot of friends to ask questions. One of my best friends, Justin, he was, he had asked like, is it, is it hard for you to like kind of live two different lives? And I was like, what do you mean by that? He was like, you know, you've kind of got what he knows. Cause he's been my roommate. He was my roommate in college. And mm -hmm. then we've just been best friends since. And so he was just like, you know, you tend to go back and forth between two different worlds. Like, is that exhausting? Are you tired from that? And I was like, oh, um, you know, oh my God. I'm so you know, you supposed, you're supposed to be my man friend. Like, you're supposed to be my dude. Yeah. You're supposed to be asking me like pertinent ass questions like that. You're supposed to be like, fuck that shit. So, I, so stuff like that, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, cracked him. How do you, okay. Mm. So then you're thinking, how do I then bring whatever sides I have together to just be, just be the person, like be you, mm. you know? And, and so that was one thing. Um, Quentin, my partner, he, you know, he's always like, you communicate, but you don't communicate well. Another friend of mine, Francine, was like, you say that you open, like open in in, in terms of voicing and, and communicating, but yeah. my friend, as your friend, I need a little bit more if we're going to be, you know, and I think just the honesty of, of matters, mm. whatever the situation is, whatever the, the matter is. Yeah. Being honest about it because people, your friends, people who know you can tell. Yeah. Like, hmm, like I hear you. Yeah. But something is not, you're skirt, skirting around yeah. a, a situation, you know? <laughs> yeah. mm, and that's fine. Um, and, and some, you know, certain friends are kind of like, I'll just take that. I'll take whatever they give me. Yeah. But then other friends are like, mm -mm. we've been doing this for about two years, three years, five years, <laughs> 10 years. And I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Get to the point. Yes. Get to that thing. And so I'm like, oh, I'm exposed. Uh. You know, so then in those, so those moments, you you really do have to just take a chance. Mm. And it's it can be hard to do in anything. This is not just sexuality. This is just whatever you're fucking hopes and dreams and goals are in life being honest with that mm. and being just bold and courageous and just like who this may shake some feathers but i'm gonna say this this is what i want to do i want to be a sex therapist yeah or whatever yeah. you know and that is what totally. i want to do because that is what i feel is is in my soul in my spirit mm. and that's what i think and it's like do it yes. you know 
but it's it's so it's it's those things but yeah yeah it ain't easy being courageous it ain't no. easy being yourself you know yeah you're not taught to be yourself mm. you're not taught to be yourself mm. consistently you're taught to be yourself in different spaces at different yeah. times yeah but to be you all the time regularly you know it, it's it's rough it can be rough. yeah totally it can be rough but the more you, but the more you lean into it, it's always that thing. Lean in, lean yeah. in. You know, you know those catchphrases. Lean yes. in. You be like, man, fuck this. Lean what in. What does lean in mean? Lean in. Just be like, right. <laughs> you know, you just in. It like, is. leaning in is like, put your hands by your side and just fucking go forward. You know, and you're like, bitch, you're gonna fall in your face. But and I think that's the beauty of it. Sometimes is that you think I'm gonna smash my shit, mm. but somebody, someone is there. And I say that in in hopes that that person that is there is someone that is genuine in their actions Mm. and genuine in the support. Because, you know, some people come around and they catch you, but they've got alternative motives. And then that leaning in has now fucked you. Yeah, yeah, it's not safe to lean in. Yeah, Yeah, but then when you do have a good circle, good people, and sometimes people just come out randomly and are like, I'm here with you wherever you are, I'm Mm. there. And then you're like, oh, this is what that is. You know, to go back to church stuff, it's faith. And you'd be like, oh, you know, Mm. (laughs) again, you'd be like, oh, shit, I gotta do faith again? More faith? (laughs) And that's the deal. Faith begets more faith. And you just, man, sometimes you feel like you are almost 180 degrees to that face plant on some faith things and just when you think you're about to smash it's right there somebody's there to go mm, I got you I got you I got you oh. I mean it, I know I oh know gosh, shivers this is Yo, so accurate it's, that's life though and that, and it's oh. crazy and you can and you can use that for anything whether it's your career path whether it's your love life you're identifying your your um your sexual place like even with your your people your person mm. whether you want to explore not to be bringing up open relationships because that's the whole you know thing but but if that is something that you want to try if you want to yeah. try a kink if you want to try some bondage yes. like some of those things you kind of go oh my god my person's gonna think i'm crazy yeah but i'm gonna try it i'm gonna fucking try i'm gonna go ask i'm gonna go ask for it and then your person's like oh i mean fuck it let's <laughs> Let's fucking see what happens. And then you're like, oh shit. Yes. You know, and so so it's it's just wherever again, I'm trying to keep it with the sexual stuff. No, no, but, no, no, no. I whatever, love all the directions. But what but, yes. but whatever that is, it's man, it can be, yeah. So that, that's it. Mm. I don't know. That's that's just where I'm learning life to be at mm. this, at this moment. Yeah. As you say, you identify as this, and what does that mean for you right now? All that means just I don't know. Mm. Courage, trust, faith, yeah. lean. Lean in, hmm. surrender. Hmm. I love that. I love what you're saying around like that being the analogy for just life right now and also how that translates so deeply into like the bedroom as well. Hmm. Like if you think about like, you know, your biggest fantasy, but being fearful of like expressing that and then that being received by someone that you're with that you trust. Yeah. It's like you can reach whole new levels of of actual like, yeah, surrender, which equals like expansion, which yeah. equals like life, you know? Yeah. In your own in your own being. Because then mm. you're like, Oh, I don't even know. Oh, I'm a I'm a dominant individual. Yes. Like <laughs> usually in life I'm a bit submissive, mm. but or I I'm passive. That's not say submissive, but passive. Mm. But in these relationships, I'm a bit dominant. Yeah. Okay. Am I personal am I person's okay with that? Mm. This is cool, but they can still make all the decisions on my. But <laughs> in this situation, I get to, oh. yeah, you know. And so, but then, but then, in those other passive moments, because you're, if you think about what the essence of that is, that dominant dominatrix or whatever, you know, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a bedroom situation, and you bring some ounces of that to your outside normal world, mm-hmm. you'll be less passive. You could potentially be less passive because then you're like, no, I'm gonna not do that. Or I'm going to do this because this is how I feel. Mm. And you're like, oh, now there's a shift. And now you're starting to see a bit of growth in you. So mm. however that goes. And again, when it comes to like the clothes I wear or, or the expression of my, I don't know, G-string of, of a particular night. Those types of things can, can empower you to 
go further to whatever that is. You know, maybe you do wear the short skirt tonight, even though it's cold. Or maybe you do wear the halter top out at the family function. I don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's some of those things that you're just like, fuck it, I don't know. Yeah, I may get some kickback from it, but somebody in there, like, and it's that thing of like, somebody's probably seeing me go, seeing that and going, that's a bold move. Yeah. But it's got some taste to it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I a, couldn't do it, yes. but I'm impressed. It's a permission piece. Yeah. It's a permission piece. It's like, whoa, if he's doing that, then like, what's possible for me? And also like, I love what you're saying around. It's like, whoa, if I explore this like dominant side of myself in the bedroom, like maybe it does actually give me like a pep in my step or some confidence in, mm. the, in the streets where I am interacting in day-to-day experiences. And I feel that to be true around like that expression of, of exploring our sexuality mm-hmm. and, and moving into what that is, that unique expression is yeah. for yourself. It's like the more you kind of get to know yourself and those nuances within that realm, it's like just expands into every area yeah. of your life. Yeah. Yeah. It really does have the capability yeah. of doing that. So it's, um, yeah, it's been it's been great. It's mm. been wonderful to Amazing. to be able to do that. Oh, fuck yes, fuck <laughs> yes. Another piece that I felt really intrigued about was the the, the piece around your dancing and how you were talking about um, how you were exploring like um, a particular piece that was around queer dance mm-hmm. and and how you were finding like comfortability in that as mm-hmm. you were kind of yeah. moving through that. I'm wondering, like, how much dance has impacted your, I don't know, self-expression and freedom within your body and 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 sexuality and how that correlates. Oh, um, heaps, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And so, just my story on dance is like I studied when I I learned from my parent from a tape that I would get videos off of and 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 train. And stud, you know, dance in my parents' basement and just do the tapes, and that would be that was my training ground every every so often. Um, and then I chose to study dance as a um, chose to study dance as my career as my profession at a four year institution um, at Howard University. And so doing that was a big step. One, I had the support of my parents; they paid for it. God bless them. Mm, um, thank nice, you. I appreciate please. that. Um, but um, yeah, but but. Even with that, like in high school and stuff like that, there was the struggle because I think my dad could see that I had like, you know, proclivity to be other, you know, gay or bi or other than straight, than hetero, boom. And so there were certain things that I couldn't do, like doing the step team at at my high school. I could do it at church, Hmm. but I couldn't do it at at school. Um, And so I would, I myself would then make up lies or fibs or stretch the truth of like i've got ecology club i did i did have ecology club but not on that tuesday mm-hmm. i had it on wednesday and they also had step team practice on tuesday and wednesday so therefore one of those days i'm cool you know yeah. so it started so that but that's also an issue in my life that mm-hmm. i started to do, live double lives so mm-hmm. that's where kind of that whole double life thing started to progress mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but it was like it was dance it was expression of art like what is wrong with that? You know what I'm saying? So I think that yeah. was that was probably my thing of like, there's nothing wrong with this. So why? So why? Um, so mm-hmm. why, why why can't I do it? Uh, but anyway, moved on to, you know, pushing that further, went to, went to college, started dancing. And yeah, I mean, granted, initially, a lot of times people think, well, you're a man and you do dance. So you're probably gay anyway. And you'd be like, yeah, that's so immature. Um mm-hmm. But Such a generalization, I know, just it? so Crazy. general. Like, oh, you, oh, you like girls? Bitch, get my <laughs> like, you know, you just be like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, <laughs> how small can you be? Um, so then there's that. Now, granted, yes, I end up becoming a bit gay, but who cares? You are right. You are right. There are plenty of straight men out here dancing. All right. Um, so, um, so there's that, but um, yeah, even inside of that, you're expressing yourself. And then I used to, because I was definitely like on my straight path, I was like, if any male who likes women like would actually think about it, you get to, and, and this is me being perf, so apologies to my sisters in dance and, and anybody like that. 
But Loki, it's kind of like also people on the cheer team. We make joke, they make jokes about it all the time. It's like you get to be around women. You get to okay, and this is gonna sound a little bit crazy, but just rock with me for a little bit. If you're a straight man, you're the only man in the room full of women who are wearing tights and leotards, who are showing their figures, who are most usually beautiful and care about their body. Mm. And then you get to handle them, not like merchandise, but you get to lift them, you know, partner them and do things like that. Would you not want to be in a room? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, who's winning here? Because I'm clearly winning because you're losing. Because I'm the, like at this. And, and by the time I graduated, I was the only male in the dance program. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it was my one male body amongst, you know, maybe 20 other females. Now, granted, they're all my sisters. And I didn't think about them like, ooh, I'm going to touch on you today. Yeah, That yeah, was yeah. never that. Yeah. But, you know, but it's kind of like. If you're thinking about it. If you're it thinking about there. it in that way, I'm like, <laughs> mate, the ratio is one to 20. <laughs> the fuck is your ratio you know what i'm saying like your ratio is what one to three ho you know what i'm saying so it's stuff like that so you'd be like motherfucker you better get out of my face i'm winning in here so so there's that you know what i'm saying so that now i digress yes bringing bringing it back dance you know you've got choreographers that are going through their own stories right going through their own thoughts and, and patterns and so they're asking you to then come into their world or be the world that they see. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there, there, there is this invoking of a spirit, invoking of a, of a, of a character and sometimes finding out um, kind of sometimes who you are. There's a, there may be a piece of you and this is probably bringing in some acting mm-hmm. things is that, excuse me, there's usually a piece of you that connects to that character or what somebody's asking you to be. So we need to, see who that is and then open that individual and then expand upon that thing. Mm. So when I was in evidence and got to do this piece called Better Days, which is literally about just being the the ins and outs of the um, probably African-American gay community um, at Webster Hall, I believe, um, in New York, in Manhattan, and just being in this space of just euphoria, but then also the balance of, you know, like church and, but then communication and brotherhood and love but then also sex and so all this you know so all these things you know you're stalking like we had a scene where it was like you're holding your your pee and you're, you're looking at the stalls next to you you know the, and you're like all right i'll check you later you know and then you'll go dance you know and then you go dance you go dance and so it's things like that to where for a young man who's finding out what his sexuality is or exploring sexuality well, I want to take that moment and be able to, and you know, you're you're dancing around beautiful men. Like, and now I'm like, okay, I'm now around beautiful men. Look at me, just greedy, just fucking greedy, right? So now I'm like, oh, he's lifting me. Oh, oh now we have God. to dance together. Like, oh, like, you know yes. what I'm saying? So you're like, this is like mm. Eden, or like my perception of what Eden would be. Yeah, it's like a very sense eight life, right? So you're like, fuck it, I'm, like, I'm around everybody. Yes. Um, and so then you get to explore this luxurious, and the music is good. You got this bumping, thriving thing, and you've got Sylvester playing, and you're just like, oh, oh yes, luxuriating. So so you get to explore these things. So at different times, you know, you get to do this. There's another piece called Human Language inside of um, Black Grace's repertoire that, um, you know, you're exploring the dynamics of, um, of male-female relationships, hmm. right? So the choreographer um, for Evidence is a Black gay man. Um, and here in, in New Zealand, uh, uh, Black Grace is a straight Samoan male. Um, so therefore, I, you know, I'm doing both things. And so, um, yeah, so you do have to handle, in quotations, the woman in particular way, because you do want them, you want to be engaging with them in, in that regard. Um, but you got to finesse it. It's different, you know? So then you get to be in these different characters. Mm. For someone who is figuring things out, you get to go through it, but then you, I think there's also the balance of like, all of that lives within you. It is your job, but it's also your expression of who you are. It's okay. Like, it is okay. So I think in that regard, you're starting to open up, you know, your rib cage and open up your heart to like, it's okay to be in this space. And then you're also 
being very intimate and close, you know, partnering different men, different women that are in their own journey of what their sexuality is. Some of them are, you know, a little bit more coy. Some of those are, some of them are seeking, you know, attention or seeking, you know, to be touched in a way. So you're like, so you're really having to be all these things. So absolutely, I think the arts is, you know, a lot of people get their their children into arts to be able to get their creativity going or explore their their mm. artistic expression or their expression. Um, yeah, I Beautiful. think when you've got someone, a director or a teacher that may see that person struggling with some things, whatever those things are, and helping to facilitate that and giving the language ab- around it to be able to pull it out of them because mm. then that individual, that child or that adult even um, finds new confidence and goes, oh, I, I, I've never danced like this before or I've never, I never knew that this could, I never knew I could be good at this or or I'm, it, it's getting better. Mm. I've had, you know, adults in my uh, African styles class come to be like, I, I, I'm just trying something new. Is it okay? And I'm like, absolutely, absolutely. I don't even care if you have this step or not. How do you feel? I feel great. I love it. Then keep coming. Yeah. We don't have, like, in life, we just don't have a lot of things that bring us that type of joy. So if this is one of those things, fucking be here, man. Yeah. And just vibe out. Vibe out. Meet it. Make a new connection. Be whatever. Like, everybody's going to be in here just sweating and trying to get the step. So, yeah, and I'm yeah. going to be here trying to get the step myself because I'm like, sometimes I teach you the wrong things. Mm. You know, so it's just that of how arts you know, and this is probably my arts educator side of like, fund the arts yes. because <laughs> there's so much to it. There's so mm. much to it that you can learn that there are so many great facilitators, so much faculty and, and teachers that are out here trying to make better human beings, expressive human beings, mm. literate human beings, and emotionally aware human mm. beings to be better yeah. and contribute. So... Yes, yes, our art is my tool, has been my vehicle to sustainment in the world. Yes, Mm -hmm. one, I do make money and it is great. And Mm -hmm. I am very appreciative of that life and this life. Mm -hmm. But it's also giving me that that lean in mentality of I applied to Howard on the last day that I could go. So I applied, I got in. Okay, then I went to school to do dance without any dance training. Okay, I'm leaning. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now I got to do four years of it. Okay, I'm leaning. You know, okay, now I'm graduating and I got to, you know, get a job. And I've been interning with this company. Okay, I'm leaning. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I've seen Black Grace. Okay, I'm leaning. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm on the other side of the world with no family. Okay, I'm leaning. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just that. And at this moment now in life, I'm transitioning back to the States. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, Okay, bitch, now I'm leaning. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) we're just, you're just consistently leaning, but then the support system of your, you know, your Fano, your your group is is Mm. helping you to go, it is okay, you're good. We got you. Mm. And that's just, that's just it. So arts, dance, sexuality, all all the things. Lane. Yes. Fuck yes. Oh, that's, oh my God. Okay. So much goodness. That's just where we are. Um okay, so with all of the with all of the wisdom that have you have gained from your life experience through mm-hmm. all of this, through everything you've just shared, through everything else that hasn't been shared today, what what would you tell your younger self? Woo! I told I told my partner this, and I was like, <laughs> "Buckle up, Buttercup! It's gonna be a fucking ride." Um, I would probably start with that statement, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> prepare yourself. Yeah. Um, Life's a fucking roller coaster. Right, it's a fucking roller coaster mate, of mass proportions. Okay, and that shit's not gonna stop. All right. Oh my god. All right. So secure the fucking seatbelt, secure your harness, and just fucking hang on. Um, nah, I'll probably start with that at some point, but um. <laughs> Shit, what would I tell my my younger self? Man, um, yeah, we do this in acting class again, but again, but one would be firstly that you are loved. Mm. You are loved and you are loved. I'm so sorry, I don't know if I pressed. I didn't 
can press record, but I'm just going to press record from now. Oh, shit, that's okay. wrong. That's all right. Um, we don't need it. That's cool. Um, <laughs> one, that, that, you are, that you are loved mm. and that you are love. Mm. Period. Because there are times that you feel you don't feel any one of those things. You don't feel like you've got the support system. You don't feel like mm. you um, are able to share who you are and though in, in that regard of, of whether it's your art or whether it's your being, your person. So know that you are loved and that you are love and you mm. can share your being out. Yes, be conscious of different people. Everybody is not necessarily your mate. <laughs> mm-hmm. your friend but there are people that are going to come into your life that are going to facilitate growth in you and you should lean into those individuals in the positive way and keep excelling mm. talk use your mouth communicate communicate even if it is scary communicate even if it scares the shit out of you but you can do it you have the power to do it mm. go forward and express yourself. You are already an expressive being, so fully do it, fully do it. Because again, you are loved and you are love. So that is probably what I would tell my younger self after I say, buckle up, because <laughs> this shit's gonna go. And you ain't gonna, you, it's like a roller coaster in the dark. And it just, it's like Space Mountain at Disney World. You can't see a motherfucking thing and you just all in this little house just spinning around. You know what I'm saying? So it's that. It's kind of like that. But it's fun. It's fun. And there are going to be moments where you can breathe and go, holy shit, that was amazing. what we just do? Oh, we going again. You know, and so it's it's that. It is that. But again, I think that is it. It's, it's definitely about love. It's definitely mm. about love because because Cause. Just cause. Cause. Fuck. Yes. Otis. Oh my God. Okay. Final question. <laughs> I'm feeling so much. <laughs> Look, we, we hit it on a Friday. Oh, I'm mostly feeling that I'm so sad that we didn't meet sooner and you're about to leave on your transition back to the US because I'm just like, I am like feeling so uplifted and so just like this is what inspired we do. by this is what you. We do. Yeah. Um, Final question, very important question. Mm. What is your favorite finger food? Ooh. I should have thought about this a whole lot more. Um, my favorite finger food, a baked good. Oof. I know. And it seems hella general, but that's unexpected. A baked good. What kind of baked good? Oh my gosh. Aren't there so many? There are many, but and what I love is your favorite? All. You my have them fav- all? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, shout out to Mustache Cookies in this mofo, because that shit rocks, okay? Like, that's a motherfucking cookie right there, period, point yes. blank. Um, a baked good, man. Of And I loved it when I came here, because I had not had the combination before. A raspberry white chocolate. Ooh. A raspberry white chocolate muffin always goes hard. Warm mm. it up, let that milk chocolate mm. gooeyness. Mm. Oh, because you got to eat that with your fingers. You got to you gotta eat muffins with your fingers. You must, one you must, must. Right? You got to break up, you know, and you can eat a cookie as is, but you know, things are better when you break them off. Yeah, you're right. They're better that way. You're not wrong. Um, Man, yeah, so that that's it. People who know me know, like, I'm the one to be like, a baked good. Oh my god! I need a baked good. Yes, okay? to that. Because that's it. Because because it because it's just an open thing. But you be like, I can have a cookie. Oh I can have a pie. I can have a piece of cake. I can have a muffin. But what is that? It's a baked good. It's a baked good. You know, I used to own a bakery in London. Seven years. I could have provided you with the baked. I should have bought you baked goods today. How rude of me. That is fine. We are here. We are here. And I'm I did ask you what your favorite finger food is earlier and you said I'm easy. Right, 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 right. Whatever, but now I know. It's a baked good. It's It's a baked baked good. Can't go wrong. I've got a baked good in my car already. Oh Mm -hmm. Otis. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. For your presence and for your vulnerability and for just all of that. That was fucking phenomenal. Oh, fucking I love it. I love it. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for dining with Finger Food. If you liked this conversation, you can tip your maitre d' by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing this podcast with your friends. If you want to find more of my podcasts, go to stacyogorman.com. Stay safe. 
stay sexy. See you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.